And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. And alert the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. Track drunk and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Over there, over there, send the word, send the word over there. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying, can you set my country music award on fire? The music... Nice and loud. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to a 11, exactly. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. It's just swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well... My advice to you... Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? <laughs> I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. As always, my name is Jim. I am your host. Today we have our second to last special episode for you the month of january we've done special episodes starting with ricky duran then we had savannah ray now we have liam coleman liam is a local here to massachusetts charlton resident born and raised now we can say he is a nashville resident you're going to hear about all of that in our coming conversation As I will get into more, having Liam as a special episode was a little bit about timing. It was a lot of bit about the conversation. This is a conversation we've been trying to have, Liam and I, for months. And some time opened up in my schedule. Some time had opened up in his schedule. And we didn't want to sit on it. I originally had planned for Liam to be in season two. Actually, I had originally, originally had him slotted in the first 10 episodes or so of season one. But things happen. Schedules have to change. Whatever. It is what it is, right? So I am so psyched Liam is here on the show. We were supposed to do this in person. Couldn't do it. Again, everything happens for a reason. Finally get to do it. So excited for him to be here. I saw Liam first um, on Instagram. And somebody had sent me his stuff and said, Dude, you gotta, you gotta check out this kid. He's local. You know, so on and so forth. And I was like, alright, you know, I'll check him out. 
didn't expect to like him as much as I do. I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to be honest. This is an honest show. If you've listened to any of these episodes, you know how honest we are. For those of you that want honest country music reviews and conversations, this is the show you want to be at. This is the show you want to listen to. Liam Coleman is that pleasant surprise, folks. This kid is going to tear up country music in Nashville. This kid has the energy, he has the focus, and I think he has the business sense to get it done. Songs he's put out are great. He won Song of the Year for Route 66 Country, and they've released a thing a couple of weeks ago. Congratulations, Liam, for that. I know I know we're a little behind. I know this was a few weeks ago, but we recorded this conversation the week of Christmas in preparation for this event. So, Liam, thank you. I hope, you're com- I hope you enjoy the conversation as much as I did having it. Um, welcome to Nashville, Liam. You really have it to kill it. I hope you all enjoy the conversation. Like I've said, a big thank you to Rowdy Roads, Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company, American Grit and Grace. Some others are going to be thanked very soon, I hope. Let's keep those fingers crossed. But until then, without further ado, my conversation with Liam Coleman. What's going on? What's going on, buddy? How are you? Nothing. I'm good. How are you? Uh, you know, you know, can't complain. You know, week, week of Christmas and things are slowed way down at work. So it's, it's you know, it's a good, good time. Nice. Yeah, I just had my last show this past weekend, so I'm... Uh... I'm done for the year and uh, just getting ready to move now. Nice, nice. When when's the official 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 I am a Nashville resident date? The official date where I'll probably be there, I think, is like January 9th, but I'm gonna start driving January fifth. Uh I'm gonna play some shows in Virginia and North Carolina on my way down. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So gonna meet some friends. Meet some friends down in those states and just make some stops and see some stuff. So, because I mean, yeah, why not? Yeah, absolutely. Get to see some stuff and then, uh, yeah, and then probably I think I think I'll be there January 9th is when we map this. So nice. Well, you know, January 10th. So I'm just banking on that. (laughs) Right, right, right. As long as all the dates hit the right way, we're good. Right. Um. So, you know, first and foremost, thanks for being on. Um, I know we've we've kind of gone back and forth with dates and all that, so I'm I'm psyched we can finally nail something down and get it done. Yeah, me too. Um, so this is all about you. I want you to tell me how you get started, um, where you are, where you're going. You know, just go on, tell us your story, and I'll interject and with questions as they come up. Cool, sounds good. So it's all you, man. Go ahead. All right, what's up, everybody? My name is Liam Coleman. Uh, I'm a country artist from Charlton, Massachusetts. About to move to Nashville, Tennessee in 2022, and I'm super happy to be on the Boots and Whiskey podcast. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're super glad for you to be here. So how did you get started with all this, Liam? All right, so I, um, I've i been doing music kind of really my whole life. Um, 
I've I've always loved music growing up listening to Alan Jackson, Green Day, Foo Fighters, Garth Brooks, just Bob Dylan, like growing up listening to everything. Um and then I started taking drum lessons when I was six. Uh did that for about ten years, but taught myself how to play guitar when I was twelve and uh started playing and singing and I've been playing out, playing shows for the last like three and a half years and everything's kind of just spiraled into where we are now where I'm uh, getting to move to Nashville in January. Yeah. And it's awesome. You know, so how, how did the conversation go with mom and dad where it was like, Hey, um, I'm going to do this (laughs) and I'm not going to go to college. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this. How was that conversation? How did that come up? Um, Super easy conversation. Like they, they're my parents are super supportive of everything. They were like hundred percent behind it. They were, um, they're happy. I mean, I've I, they, myself and them, we've all know. I've never really been a school person. Like yeah. I, I, I've, I don't know. It's it's never interested me that mm-hmm. that much. And um, I always kind of knew I wasn't really college. Really wasn't for me. Um, and this was this was like, as I was going into high school, I was like, man, I don't really, I don't know. I had to figure everything out for, um, what I was going to do after. And then kind of, I started doing music and I started talking to people and I'm like, Oh, I, I could move down. Like I, I, I could move down there and try and make a go of everything. And so we talked about it like two years ago and, um, it's kind of just been a thing where after I graduate, I'll move down there and, um, yeah, it's just like I said, it's been something we've talked about for two years, and now that it's like actually happening, it's like whoa! Like feels like just yesterday we were talking about it. Yeah. So how many times and how many trips did you go back and forth between Nashville and home before you before you really settled in a place and was like, you know what, this is where I'm gonna live. This is what what I'm gonna do. You know, what was that like for you? Um, I think the first, the first time I knew, like, I was going to move there, we went on vacation. It was kind of like back in like 2015, I think we went to vacation there. And, um, I was like, I fell in love with it. And so it was like, I was in the back of my mind, but, um, like this, the last like two years I've, I've been traveling every now and then. And then this year, especially I made a lot of trips back and forth. And it's just, every time I go, I just. I fall in love with it more and I meet so many new people, so many new friends. And, um, it just makes me more excited to move every time I, every time I go down there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the trips you have been making down there, what, what are you doing when you go? Um, usually do some writing, writing during the day, uh, meetings, and then play some writers rounds at night and just hang out with friends. Right. Like it's just playing some rounds and, uh, and doing a lot of writing i'll go down i'll record every now and then if we got something that i'm uh that i'm really enjoying but um yeah it's just kind of down there to work and meet a bunch of new people and uh get my name out there and yeah <laughs> yeah i mean and you know from from what i've seen and what i hear you know you're doing a pretty damn good job at it I appreciate it thank you yeah i mean you're making some great connections from from what i see and what i hear and you know, from talking to you, you know, earlier this year and getting to meet you in person, you know, it, it looks like you have a real sense of what's what's coming in the Liam Coleman world, right? 
Yeah, I'd, I'd say. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd say so a little bit. Yeah, it's uh, I, I still, I've been doing it for a couple of years, and I mean, I'm, I'm only 18. Like I, I, I know some things, but I don't, I don't right. know anything. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, still, I'm still learning everything. Like, there's, you're never gonna stop learning anything about this. But I feel like for what I've been able to learn the last couple of years, I'm, I feel like I'm in a pretty good spot for where I am right now, where. I kind of have a gist of like what I'm, what I'm trying to accomplish. Like, and that's the thing is I'm not really looking out like five years. Like, obviously you're always like looking like years from now, but like right now I'm just focused on 2022 and it's like, what can I do to make 2022 better than 2021? And what's, what are the, I'm always just looking at like, all right, what's the next step? Like what's, yeah. what's the next thing I got to do to make this happen? Cause it's something I've wanted to accomplish ever since I was a little kid. So it's like, I, and I, I would really, really want to make it happen. Like it's just, it's it's the only thing I've ever like really enjoyed. Like I, I've never like had like, I had like a backup plan, but it's like music's always just been like that number one thing where it's like, this is what, this is what I want to do. Right, right. Now, you know, from from the conversations we've had and from what I've seen of you, where does where does your sense of the business of this industry come from? Because it seems like for, you know, being 18, you seem to have a really great grasp on the business side of it. Now, who are you behind that? Is mom and dad behind that? Or is it a combination of everybody? I'd say, I definitely say it's a combination. Um, Me and my, my, my dad is uh, involved with both my parents are really, but me and my dad, we do a lot of the, we did a lot of the stuff together like that. I um like for booking shows and stuff up here. And I mean, he's always looking into stuff. I'm always looking into stuff. I'm always looking at seeing what's going on in the space. Cause I mean, it's some, it's something I'm involved in. So it's like, yeah. you know, what's around you, you have to know what's going on around you in order to be able to improve. And um, ad- like, you're going to have to adapt to like some things, but like, like just always kind of like looking into what's happening and seeing who's doing what and figuring out, okay, well this person's like, it's just, I don't know, always looking into what I, I, the way I figured it out is just always watching interviews and looking into what other people are doing and comparing it to somebody else. Who's kind of like on the same level, just kind of looking at and being like, Oh, maybe I could do this or like, I don't know. It's it's it, that's like a. I, I really don't know how to answer that one, but it's just like, <laughs> always just kind of looking and seeing what other people are doing. Yeah, um, yeah. Now, now for what you're doing, are you trying to? You know, I see. You know, when you're around here, you play. I don't want to say the same places, but similar places. Mm, you know, is yeah. that kind? Is that by design for you? Um, I don't know if it's necessarily by design. It's just kind of like those are the places around here that are doing music but um yeah it's just for when i was up here and stuff like it was always just like um reaching out to anybody who did music and did live music and uh trying to play as many different places as i can and this past year it was a little tough because the past like couple years it was tough just because covid some places either stopped doing live music for a little bit or um some places just did them every now and then so um, but yeah, I mean, definitely a lot of the same places I play and it's just, um, just kind of every time it's always just a different crowd and there's definitely, um, 
some places where I've played where they're like bigger than the others. But I mean, just any place, just it was always just playing every weekend, trying to meet new people, get my name out there. And um, yeah, I mean, I definitely stuck around in the same ish circle, I feel like, but um, definitely got to play a lot of different things as well, which was really cool this year. Yeah. And, you know, as you as you grow, right, and, you know, you hone in on the craft more and more, you're going to you're going to get those bigger places and you're going to get that, you know, those bigger crowds. And, you know, you can see just from, you know, the songs you've put out and, you know, the stuff you put out there on Instagram or, you know, wherever where you go live and you're playing shows, it's like, you know, it if anybody that's there sees the passion that you have, you know, it is contagious and it will spread. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, it's, it's, that's always like a thing. It's just like, I was told very early on, like, even if there's five people there or if it's a hundred people there, play every show. Like it's play every show. Like it's a sold out stadium because you never know who's going to be in the crowd. There was one show I played where it was like, it was pouring rain outside. There was two people in the crowd. (laughs) And then it led to some other things that helped me go a couple steps ahead that year where I would not, if I didn't do it. And if I just kind of slacked off where it would have been super easy because like I said, pouring rain, like no one was there, but I mean, I had a good time with those two people and it led to some other things. And it was like, And that's how I've always kind of looked at it. Cause like, there's definitely some shows where there's a lot less people. And then there's some places where there's a lot more people, but it's like, I, you always got to put on a show no matter what. And it's just trying to, I mean, you got to, it's, it's your brand. It's what you're trying to do. Like you want people to like, see, even if that two people, like you don't know who they know. That's, that's right. how it's always been. And it's like, they could tell somebody else about you and then they could bring some friends to the next one. It's just, just always put on a good show has been like my thing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it, it's true. You know, even with this, like every show, every conversation, it's, it could go anywhere. Every, right. Everything could go somewhere and you never know when that somewhere or that someone is going to be. Right. Everything happens for a reason. There's a reason That's... you play a five show person, uh, a show with five people there. There's right. a reason you play a show with 70 something people. Like everything's happening for a reason. It's just, you gotta, you got to do them all and you got to figure them out. Right. Now let's talk about your music a little bit, you know, for the stuff that you've released, right. Mm -hmm. How, how has all that come into play for you? Like how, how did you decide to, or where did you decide to, you know, these are the songs I'm going to do. These are the songs I'm going to release. And where is your um, musical releases? I guess you could say, where is that going from here? You know, I know you just released vintage and that song is just, to me, absolutely fantastic. Thank you. And you're welcome. And like really killing, you know, from the independent circle, you know, I see it all over the place, which is awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, yeah. No problem. So so walk me through the the you know, released music um world you've been you've been in here at this point. Yeah. So um the first couple songs I've put out, which were upside, someone better than you and roadside bar, those ones I recorded last summer and um I was I was getting in the studio and every time I'm going in, I always just try and figure out what my best songs were. So when I was going in that time, I recorded four songs. One of them I haven't released yet, um, but I was recording four songs and I had 
about like 10 that I was like picking from that I really, really liked. And it was funny too. And like, this is like kind of off topic, but on topic upside originally wasn't even going to be recorded. And that one seems to be everybody's favorite that I talked to that one originally that one the night before my producer called me and he was like, Hey, I think you're making a mistake not recording this one. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, I like it. I'm like, but if you think it's that and it's now it's like everybody's favorite, which I just, I think that's always like a funny thing is like, people are like, Oh, that's my favorite. I'm like, that one wasn't even like that one. That one originally wasn't even in the list, but I'm so, I'm, I'm so happy I ended up recording that one. Um, but like looking in, like it's just always trying to figure out what is kind of going on in my life. Um, at last time I recorded was in April and I recorded vintage and she still drives. And there was, a there was a lot of different things happening around that time where those two songs were kind of like, th- those two songs really had, had my heart the most. She still drives. I wrote, um, kind of about me and my friends. One of my friends sold his truck and it was just like, I wrote that about him and it was his, his truck. And it was like, that was something going on. Vintage was like, there was a lot of things happening around where everything in that song kind of led to like, okay, I got to record this because it's like, it's a real thing. Like it's everything was real that was happening. And it's like now trying to figure out, I don't know when I'm going to be in the studio next. I'm hoping January, February ish, um, somewhere in the beginning of the year. But now when I'm going in, I've written a lot of songs since April, so now it's going to be like the hardest decision of my life uh, trying to figure out what to record next, but it's going to probably be the same thing as just trying to figure out what's going on in my life right now. What's what's something that'll speak to me, something that'll that people can relate to. That's always my that's always something else is like relatability. Like if people can relate to the song, they're going to obviously like it 10 times better. Um, So I've always just tried to write relatable stuff. And so. Just next time I go in, just trying to figure out, like, I'll probably record another two songs if I had to guess. And just trying to figure out, okay, what is something that's happening right now where I can really relate to it? And the other good thing is, like, knowing a bunch of people and, like, talking to a lot of people. Like, I can, like, see, like, all right, so I know a bunch of people who are also going through this. So maybe this is the one. So it's just always just trying to figure out what's happening in the moment, I feel like, for me. And, um I know it's different for a lot of people, but it's just, I don't know. It's just trying to see what's happening in the moment and what would be the best thing for that time. That was weird. What? I have no idea. No idea. Just, I was listening to you and it just like cut out. Huh? Yeah. That's so weird. That is so weird. Um, So you were talking about, you know, going into the studio again and figuring out what speaks to people. That was the last thing I heard. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Are we recording right now? Yep. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Um, But, no, yeah, like I was saying, I just – every time I go in, it's just trying to figure out, like, what people can relate to, (laughs) what's happening in my life that it's, like, it'll it'll relate to me because – if a song relates, like, people can kind of see, like, if a song is, like, uh, oh, wait, no, <laughs> let me rephrase that. People can see, like, right through, like, something that doesn't mean as much, I feel like. So it's just yeah. trying to figure out what is going on with me. What's, what am I going through? What could I sing where it's, like, that I've written that really speaks to me? And 
people who are following me and new people as well. Like it's just, and also I, I also look at like what's going on in the other space and like what everybody else is like putting out and maybe I'll put something out that's different or maybe I'll put something out. Like in, I also look actually later on in the year, like when am I going to release? Like, am I going to release a, something in summer? Like then if that's the case, then maybe something happier, more upbeat that people can, party to on a boat or something or right. if i'm releasing something in fall maybe like a love song it's just always trying to figure out also what the scheduled releases are like what what should i go for this year yeah now do you have a do you have a schedule lined up for 2022 in in um, releasing things not as of now i do not know when i will be releasing something next hopefully soon um in the next couple months but yeah i gotta get i gotta get in the studio again and it's it's gonna be tough this time because I've written I've written a lot of songs since uh, since April and a lot of songs this year so it's it's gonna be a real tough decision this time around but right now in my head I feel like I have a pretty good lineup of songs but you know what that could all change tomorrow so who knows <laughs> right, right right now is there like a plan for you do you have a plan where you know even if you release a bunch of singles right over the next mm-hmm. few months. Is there a plan to put them all together in an EP or an album, or is that not on the radar just yet? Yeah, there's not a. It's not something uh, we've really talked about a lot, but I mean, at some point, definitely. Uh, but right now, I'm just kind of going with singles. It's a. Uh... Yeah. Did I lose you again? No, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't uh, sure. When it went silent again, and I was like, oh, uh, I, I don't, I don't you know. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, because everybody's kind of doing that, right? Well not, well, not everybody, but, you know, a lot of independent acts are doing the singles, you know, every every so many months or whatever, and it and it works, right? It really yeah. works well. Yeah, and that's what I, I mean. That's what I like, and I feel like, too, especially today, like, people don't like have the attention span necessarily like if you put out a bunch of songs and i feel like people won't listen to them as much as if you just put them out of singles because if you put them out of singles then they're i feel like right now they're most more likely to be listened to so just putting out songs like i said that i'm really enjoying and hoping other people can enjoy and relate to and um definitely at some point though in the next uh in the next hopefully year or two definitely do an ep yeah yeah now, with you moving to Nashville full time, what is your hope for that? What is, you know, if if I had to ask you today, which I am, what is your hope in the next year or two to come out of Nashville with? What what does that look like to you? Um, I'd say definitely one of the first things I'd like to do down there is like, kind of get my name out there as a songwriter first. Okay. Um, definitely trying to obviously do the artist thing and play shows, but. I really enjoy songwriting. It's one of my one of my favorite things to do, and being a writer in that town is is a it it, it can put you a long way. So I definitely say getting my name as a songwriter. Um, I'd love to be playing some shows, maybe do some more more traveling. I love traveling. I love playing shows. So it's like getting to do both those things, especially now. Like it's it's crazy. I got to travel so much this year, and it's like it's crazy. Like I can't even imagine like what it's gonna look like in a couple of years. Like hopefully so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd say just songwriting and traveling is like the two biggest things for me. You know, one of my favorite things I like to ask artists that, 
you know, have that songwriting niche that you, that you do, right? If some, if something happens and you're in Nashville for a year or two and you're, you know, you're known as just, I don't want to say just, but you're known as Liam Coleman, the songwriter. Are you okay with that? Um, I'd say, I'd say so probably. Yeah. I, I definitely really, really like, I love playing shows. I love meeting new people. Like when I get to travel and play shows, I love, I, I love that feeling. So I would definitely, definitely would love to do the artist thing. But I mean, I mean, if I'm getting the right songs, then I'm completely fine with that as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So when you're doing your writer's rounds in Nashville, where are some of the places you like to play? Um, I like the, I like the round downtown at assembly food hall. That's one of, that's one of my favorite ones to play. Um, but I've done, I've done them there. Uh, I like, I like, uh, Belcourt taps. That's a, that's a good place. Cabana taps. Um, those are, those are like probably my three favorites that I've, that I've gotten to play so far. There's some places I'm trying to, trying to get into. I don't play, I think I'm playing around at winners in January when I, when I get down there. So some cool different places that I haven't gotten to play yet, but I'd say probably, uh, so far the round downtown at assembly food halls, my favorite one. Nice. Do you have like a list of, you know, three or four venues that, you want to play at as a as a songwriter that are you know Nashville staples that you know you could walk in there today and anybody could be there that could really really catapult your career hmm uh, there's definitely three places that I'd love to that that I'd love to play in in Nashville and I'd say those are probably um I'd love to do whiskey jam at uh at losers yeah i believe it's at, i believe it's at losers wherever, wherever whiskey jam is um wherever they have their events i'd love to play that i'd love to do something at live oak um live oak's got a really cool thing going and then um i'd like to get into old red they have a really cool uh they have a really cool like setup there that i enjoy and i know some people who play there and i've, I've been there once or once or twice for some shows so i'd uh i'd say those are probably my three three at the moment and Kid Rock's bar is pretty cool. Every time I walk by that place, it is always busy. So Kid yeah. Rock is probably another one, too. Yeah, it's funny because the last time I was in Nashville, Kid Rock's wasn't quite ready yet. And, you know, we were we were talking about it, saying that, like, you know, when, when this is open, we've got to come back. And then it opened and, you know, life happens. And then the pandemic happened. So I'm hoping that sometime in 22 we get back to nashville if not definitely in 23 it's it's happening yeah kid rocks is uh that place is insane it's every every time i like doesn't matter what time of the day it's always like yeah always busy um yeah broadway in, in general is just like insane like it's i've never seen anything like it like it's just for anybody who's never been there before like words really can't describe it like i didn't one of the first times i went down there i didn't know like friday saturday night, i didn't know like they shut the street down like on weekends and yeah. so like i was just walking through and it was just I've, i don't think i've ever seen that many people in my life like it was just it was insane like the amount of people just walking around having a good time and i'm just like man this is it's it's insane you got that if anybody who's never been to nashville 
hundred percent go. Like, yeah. you will not regret it. Even if you don't like country music, yeah, just yeah. go. It is a good time. Like, no matter what. Yeah, and I tell people that all the time because you know I have a lot of friends that are not into country music, and I'm like, you don't need to be to enjoy Nashville. No. There's so many bars that do like rock music and stuff, and right? It's like, and it does also doesn't like obviously if you're of age to drink, it's probably a lot more fun. But like, even if like. <laughs> Even if like you're 15, whatever, like it's it, there's just so much history there, and there's so many things to do, like for everybody. That it's just, it's such a good city. It's it's such a, it's it's always a good time. I've I've and everybody's so nice as well. That's what yeah. I love about it. Everybody's yeah. so nice. Yeah, it's true. Everybody is so nice. Um, it's uh, unlike up here. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's a totally different. It's a yeah, total different. Very different. <laughs> you know, it's you know. It, Um, yeah. yeah, what was I going to say? I don't remember. Uh, I was I got caught up with the people being nice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I really lost my whole train of thought, but that's all good. All so good. Um, when you get down there and you settle in and you do all your stuff, um, is there a plan to grow the business aspect of it? You know, branch out to you know, publicists and PR people and, you know, that sort of thing? Or are you going to kind of focus on keeping it independent for now? Um, I don't know if, like, necessarily, like, right when I get down there, I'll be, like, obviously I'm definitely going to be looking at that stuff, but it's not something that I'm, like, like, when it happens, it'll happen. I'm not going to be, like, um like chasing it right off the bat. I w- I'd love to just get my name down there and hopefully have some people who are interested in me. But um, I definitely have goals of being part of a publishing company or, or a label. Um, but I'd say probably maybe keep it independent for a little bit longer. Um, but there's definitely that goal of yeah. getting in somewhere. Awesome. Um, so before I let you go, I got a few things I, I want to cover with you. Um, one of them I can't because you're not 21 and I know I'm sure you've never drank alcohol before in your life. <laughs> um, but the other one I can ask you, if you're wearing boots, what are you, what are the boots of choice for Liam Coleman? Ooh. Um, I really, really like my Tacovas. Yeah. Those, those have probably been my, those have probably been the pair of boots I've worn the most in 2021. Um, yeah, my Tacovas are probably my favorite. Nice. Do you ha- do you have one pair of boots or Tacovas? Because I have I have I think I have seven pairs of boots. One of them are one of them are the Tacovas. I think I I think I have seven pairs. I think I have three here and then four down there that I just <laughs> so that way I don't have to travel with them yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I think I have seven pairs. It's it's getting to be a problem. Not gonna nice. Lie. <laughs> nice awesome well liam i can't thank you enough really for your time it's been awesome to hear from you again and um i you know i wish you the best of luck going down to nashville and you know we're always here for you when you when you need some some support and some stuff thrown out there so please by all means just reach out of course and, uh, thank you so much i appreciate yeah, it absolutely so again thank you for your time and have a wonderful christmas and Enjoy your trip uh, home, I guess, to Nashville. 
Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on. I'd love love to be back on in the future. Merry Christmas to you as well. Same to you, buddy. Thanks so much. Well, there you have it. My conversation with Liam Coleman. We have such a great repertoire, him and I. I really look forward to talking to him again and watching his career grow. Again, thank you so much, Liam, for taking the time. I'm so glad we were able to find the time. It was definitely worth it. I hope everybody else enjoys it. Please go check out Liam's stuff. If you're in the Nashville area, you're going to want to check him out while he's there. For sure. This has been an absolute pleasure to do. Thank you again. I want to thank everybody for all the follows, all the likes, all the shares, everything, all the interaction. It's been a hell of a start. It's been a hell of a year already. It's already January. Again, season two is going to start February 1st. Not telling you who that conversation is with. Not doing it. I'm going to tell you this, though. We recorded the episode last night. That's all I'm telling you. And it's awesome. (laughs) So stay tuned for that. Um, Until then, keep those boots on the ground, whiskey in the glass. Cheers, everyone. Good night.